Gun Junkies, what is up? I am your host, George Carmona, and uh, I have one of the greatest engineers behind the decks. Cameron, say what's up. He's, there we go. Wait, what's the camera? Hello, right everybody. Hi. Yeah, so you were able to, to work the music today. How was that? It was good. It was a little stressful, but I did it first round. Look at and you. It, it went well. <laughs> All right, baby. Ooh. Back to me, and then let's change to a cut transition. <laughs> Fuck you, back to me. Okay. Fuck you, back to me, okay? We're here to talk about what happened week five in the NFL, and I'm going to uh, assure you uh, it has nothing to do with us winning money, right? Cameron and I did not win money. You have to click on it. You got to click your pedal. Unless, unless something good goes. Yeah, so, for the Ravens. so we got a minute six left uh, in this Ravens-Bengals game. It's been a barn burner back and forth. Um, if you also want to center me up, so just like finger drag me to the center of my shot, you got to pull me up in the preview. Um, but with that being said, uh, 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 you went previewed alive. Back to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you just there we go. There we go. Perfect. Uh, so Lamar Jackson has a chance to win you here some money. Regardless of whether Lamar Jackson wins you some money here, I've been just awful. I'm chasing this dragon. I'm chasing this $1,000 win high on some crazy seven-leg parlay. I see people on Facebook all the time. LaRon Perkins, mainly I'm talking about you. You hit a big parlay last week, and I am, I'm still jealous because I get to read this shit, and I'm just like... This is my week, all right? This is my week to finally do something, and it wasn't this week. Uh, huge shout-out to my brother in San Jose State. Uh, they got a big-time W versus UNLV. They won 40-7. to fucking seven. The Spartans are a real team. Top 25. Stay tuned for that. I really do think they're a top 25 team. Uh, beyond that, let's go into this week in the NFL. So uh, right now... We are currently, like I said, we're watching the Bengals-Ravens game. So it's going to be kind of tough because we got that in our ears. We're watching Lamar Jackson sprint down the field right now to get his team in the field goal range. They're probably going to kick a field goal to win it. Fingers crossed. Um, but Cameron, this game, uh, this week started off with a, with a London game. Do you want to start off with the first score uh, that we have for the week? Sure, sure. Uh, it was the Giants versus the Packers, and the Giants won 27-22. to 22. They ended up So back. they go to London. P-P- oh, we were just like, please take me to the London. Maybe time's fine, we can run one. Talk about some things we can undo. And then Brian Dable with this Giants team. You know, Daniel Jones is doing what he has to do. But I am. Uh, I was told early on, uh, on episode two of this podcast with Bill Krakenberger. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But he's like, you got to really look at teams that have coaches that are really, really into it and intense, and that have the guys bought into them. Brian Dable has that. He gets so fired. He looks like a WWE wrestler after a win. And I'm going to insert Brian Dable going off here. He, he fucking, let's go. It's all Brian Dable all day. And he is single-handedly motivating this team to do what they're doing. Now, it's not like they're winning by like, like dramatic fashion. Or like they're not winning convincingly to be 
in the in the mindset of like this is one of the best teams in the league. They play the Cowboys this upcoming week. That'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. I don't think this is going to be a huge like I don't know schedule killer for the Packers. I think the Packers are still going to perform extremely well and have a chance to if not win their division, uh, you know, make it into the wild card spot. I mean, they have to battle the Vikings, and as long as they can uh, handle what they have to handle there with Kirk Cousins, then they're good. Uh, but other than that, the headline that I would have for this game is that Dable dabbles in some Amsterdam cocaine. He went to he went to London a little bit early. He fucking took a little train to Amsterdam. He was fired up after that. And I, I just can't help but to think that Dable dabbles in a little bit of Amsterdam cocaine. Headlines. On to the next game. London started off our day. Cameron, what was the next game on the docket? Okay. We had the Bills and the Steelers, and it was 38-3. to Oh, did you lose money on this one? No. I had picked. I didn't, I didn't take this. I So I, I've been talking about Kenny Pickett. A lot. Uh, I knew Kenny Pickett would have his uh, moment, and I'm so glad it happened earlier rather than later. I did kind of predict that he would be coming in this early. Now, he came in after, at the fucking second half of last game through three interceptions, and then today proceeds to throw another interception, proceeding to like kind of formulate his last name. Like, he is Kenny Pickett, like... Can he pick it is what a lot of people have always thought about his name. Like, can he pick it on the defense? And obviously the defense can pick him off. So the Steelers look atrocious, man. Uh, they can't seem to to find what they want to do. I figured they would be a better running team. Najee Harris had like 20 rushing yards today. Kenny Pickett throws the ball 52 times, which I don't think you should put a rookie quarterback in that fucking in that type of position. That's a lot of throws, okay? And if you really want to give yourself an opportunity to win, you have to look and see like what the Patriots did with Bailey Zappi, but we'll cover them a little bit later. I got to look at my notes here to see what I made for my headline to this game. Oh, it was a uh, welcome to the NFL. Uh, because fucking Kenny Pickett had an atrocious first game after throwing 52 passes. He looks across the sideline. Josh Allen has a monumental game. Josh Allen throws for over 400 yards, 424 to be exact. Uh, he's the real deal. The Bills are the real deal. The Steelers are the worst Steelers team that I've seen in a while. And Mike Tomlin's 500 record. He has been over 500 for many, many, many years, it is at risk right now. Justin Tucker just wins the game for the Bengals. Cameron, reaction. Show yourself. How does that feel? How much money did you just win? <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> I put down five dollars to win uh to win fifteen. <clears throat> but that puts me only down about ten dollars for the day. That's good. I'm only down about ten dollars. I'm still plus what I put in, so that's a plus. That's not a plus. Not the best, not the worst. But um, so that, so that awful, awful. 
Well, I'm I'm happy for you. Okay, I don't want to like take this I'm moment away nice. from you. On a good note, a little money. That's better than nothing. Better than nothing. You know. I guess. I guess. I uh. I guess yeah. we're gonna be going out to party with Seth tonight. Maybe a little bit after. So that's hopefully where we make the big bucks. That's where we're gonna. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's not sports. I'm gonna take sports that. Sports is not getting 15, it done. 000. Sports is not getting it done for us. But uh, Lamar Jackson uh, and the and the Ravens, I think, are the best team in the league. I just looked at their Super Bowl odds earlier on today, and they're like plus eighteen hundred. And I'm tempted to put a twenty spot on it. I really like the Ravens. I am fine with putting down an AFC team to win the Super Bowl as a prop bet. I would. I don't think I could ever put an NFC team down that's not the Saints. Like I would feel like the worst in the world. But as long as I'm betting on the other side, I, I, that. I can I can justify that for myself. Cameron, let's move on to the next game of the day. Yeah, or or you can you, you don't have to. Okay. Next game, Chargers and the Browns. Oh. 30-28. Headlines would read here Staley's Sports Science or Cade York needs indeed.com. So this game between the Chargers versus the Browns comes down to a really, really, really dumb play call by Brandon Staley of the Chargers. So let me paint the picture here for you if you didn't watch football this weekend. Brandon Staley has the ball right around the 50-yard line. It's like a fourth and two, fourth and three situation. They decide to go for it when the Browns had no timeouts and they needed a field goal to win, right? So if you don't get it, the other team gets the ball back at that specific, uh, or it gets that ball back at midfield. All they need is 20 point or 20 yards. Okay. The, the analytics there cannot have told, unless your punter sucks. Okay. And can't get, can't flip 20 yard field position. You could go to fucking Saturday morning football with 10 year olds and, and they're the worst punters in the world. And I guarantee you, you can get a 20-yard field flip just because of the way the ball would fucking tumble forward and roll. There's no way your analytics tell you to go for it. Now, I think, right, if this is the, the kind of person that you want to be, then let's get away from analytics and let's just call you aggressive. Okay, let's call you the other A word. You're just aggressive, Brandon Staley. You're not going for the analytics. You're just an aggressive coach. So pick a fucking lane, bro, because there's zero chance in my football analytics brain, and I've watched a lot of football, that it tells you to go for it there. Now, the second headline that I made, KDYorkNeedsIndeed.com, that is the uh, Browns kicker. He was also the kicker at LSU when they won the national title. This kid, I mean, buddy, you've been doing good for two weeks leading up to this game, and you missed both clutch key field goal attempts today. Cade York, Indeed.com, I see it all the time on my YouTube channel. They're helping people find jobs. You're going to fucking need one in a week, bro. You're going to need one when you go back because you can't, you just can't fuck up like that in key moments justin tucker did it for the for the ravens tonight and he's just a prime example of if you as long as you know you're just consistent in what you do right justin tucker just makes the fucking kicks 
Why can't kickers just make fucking kicks? Cade York, whether you want to be a fucking, you want to bag groceries, whether you want to start a start learning how to do nails, maybe maybe you, you could be like a a beautician, a be, esthetician. Uh, maybe you could be a you can get really into aquariums and own a tropical fish store. You, the world is your oyster, okay? But it all starts on Indeed.com for you, Cade York. I uh, link down in uh, down below in the description. Cameron, what's the next score? Can't believe the fucking Browns lost that. The Chargers <laughs> suck. We have the Vikings and the Bears. Vikings win 29-22. This game, uh, headlines for me would read, what does it feel like to swallow skull long cut? And uh, so for those of you guys who don't understand the reference, the Vikings, their chant that they do in their stadium is skull, skull, skull. So Skull is also a brand of chewing tobacco. And whenever you chew or, or whenever you like swallow chewing tobacco, specifically Skull Long Cut, uh, you're most likely to vomit. And that's what this game felt like to me. It felt like what it would feel like to, to swallow Skull Long Cut. Um, Kirk Cousins did what Kirk Cousins does to bad defenses. It is... <laughs> Over and over again, you see the Vikings just, like, pop off and have these games when their season really just amounts to playing the Packers, like I said earlier. As long as they beat the Packers, they're going to the fucking playoffs, and then the, the Vikings will always chalk. I mean, any team would chalk that up to being, like, a great season. I don't understand that the inconsistencies, though, because they were finally running the ball, the Vikings. Dalvin Cook had a huge game. Justin Jefferson finally passes uh, Randy Moss for some dumb receiving record. It's one of those ESPN records. It's like through the first 21 games, uh, Justin Jefferson score or has more receiving yards than any Viking in history. And it's like through 21 games, it's like interesting. Like, are we going to keep, keep, keep tracking this? Like how in depth can we make records before every fucking game, a new record is set, right? Like, let's just start doing that, I guess. Um, cause I quite, quite frankly, I don't care. I think, uh, Justin Fields is just like a toy, a puppet on a team that has a whole bunch of talent. Like he's just, he's, he's, let me, I, I guess if I was to put this in an analogy, he's like, um, the, the redhead chick from that Sir Raven. What was her name? Chelsea. 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 Right. Right. Like some episodes, like she Chelsea would be hitting, right? Like, I like this episode. Chelsea's making some funny remarks. But then some episodes, Chelsea would come in and you'd just be like, Chelsea, you have all the talent in the world to like have your little funny one liners, but you're just like, you're kind of fucking ruining this episode. Raven's trying to have a vision right now. And you're ruining this episode, Chelsea. Well, she was like that dumb, like the dumb friend that. Right. And Justin Fields, Justin say. Fields is like that dumb quarterback right now because he, it, he doesn't want to play into the stereotype, right? Like that's the, this is where I'm coming to with the problem, right? Look at this fucking analogy. I just connected. That's a Raven and Justin Fields. Uh, 
Justin Fields, everybody always says running quarterback. That's like his first like outlet. He's thinking about like how to escape and be a good runner. But hey, you know, let's not act like you didn't throw for over fucking like 4,000 yards in college one season. And you have an amazing arm that just needs to be put on display. But you're you're like in your head, you're putting yourself in this in this box like oh i gotta be elusive i gotta think feet first when in reality you see year in and year out the best quarterbacks are the ones that stay in the pocket and they can have composure and they can make throws late in into uh, late after the snap right he is just he's he's chelsea from that's a raven can't can't think of any other way to put it go, go on to the next one Okay, next we had the Patriots and the Lions. I had taken the Lions. Oof. Plus three. And they lost by 29. <laughs> they looked. And didn't score a point. That's atrocious. Ah, I uh, always like to take them, though. Headlines yeah. for me would read Zapping to Pussy. Because Bailey Zappy whooped those pussycats, okay? Those little pussycat lions. They got just like just tamed, right? Let's go, let's do a movie reference, like in fucking semi-pro when uh Will Farrell's about to wrestle a bear, right? And the chick's like spumoni is the is like the the safe word, right? The the Patriots were spumoning the fucking lions on spumoni, spumoni, and the fucking lions were like, oh the we uh we love the NFL red zone Cameron and I and as the Patriots proceed to score like their fucking third touchdown or no 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 as the Patriots proceed to score their first touchdown there was a lot of field goals in this game uh the <laughs> the guy on NFL red zone was like let's uh let's not forget that the Lions like to give up points they've given up the most in the NFL and we were like damn yeah the Lions have been tamed all year long. And if the Lions don't match you tip for tat, like, uh, they just had zero offense. It was like Jared Goff at his worst. Um, I sometimes, like, this is where I think people need to stop underestimating how good Bill Belichick is and, like, where he fit in that whole system. Bill Belichick is the only reason why New England has run won six Super Bowls. I don't care what anybody says. It goes down to the meticulous game planning. It you you see the fucking Patriots with plus points for throughout the rest of the season. Please take the Patriots with the points. They cover the spread Almost every fucking game. It's like Billichick's little game. He's like, hey, man, I'm just going to develop and devise up a plan here that is uh, that is foolproof. And uh, Bailey Zappi's gonna, just going to spumonium and uh, zap that pussy. And then, you know, we're just on to the next week. Um, are the Patriots for real? Can the Patriots... Without Mac Jones, they got Bailey Zappi. They got the mastermind, Bill Belichick. Can they get it done? It's going to be a fun team to track as the season goes out because that's a wild card team. And I've uh, this is where I think, you know, Bill Belichick can really fucking cement it, right? If he takes Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi and they even just go to the 
conference championship. That's a successful fucking season. And it just goes to prove the mastermind, right? That being said, I think Brady's current, or I think uh, Tom is, uh, no, no, not Tom. I think Bill Belichick is currently like winning the whole, the, we, we're always going to talk about the Tom Brady leaving New England trade thing. I think Bill Belichick is like slowly making his way back up to the top. After Antonio Brown posted that he fucked Tom Brady's wife, like low key. Do you think that could have happened though? Because Antonio, what Antonio, did he, what did he, post? he posted a picture of like them after the, they won the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's wife was like hugging him, but it wasn't like any oh, hug. Is that what it was, what like, was it in the group chat? And it was like disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Don't put your hand on the microphone. You're, oh, sorry. you're okay. You're like fucking Cameron's like, um, yeah, yeah. what are you, what are, <laughs> uh, what did Antonio Brown really do that? Yeah. I'm just, that's juicy. I don't think it is. Happened. It is, um, but they have a family. ever since then, <laughs> now, I know they have a family, but I mean, Antonio Brown walking around shirtless after a nice game of catch with Tom in the backyard. Tom goes out, eats some avocado ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's eating his avocado ice cream in the cold plunge while Antonio Brown is making a fucking blacked raw video just... That's awful. You're terrible. Beating up that supermodel <laughs> pussy. Can't believe we spent this much time talking about this Patriots game. On to the next one. That was oh, a God. snooze fest. <laughs> oh, the Saints and Seahawks. Oh, yeah, baby. 32. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this, but headlines would read. Do, 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 do. Sea pigeons explode after being force-fed Taysom chicken nuggies. So the sea pigeons, they would fucking explode because they're eating Taysom chicken nuggies. I was saying they were being force-fed, right? Because it's like the Saints. Sean Payton understood how to use Taysom Hill. And it, it takes time to like kind of see, like, this dude really does do everything. Like, how do we use him? But... He had only one passing attempt today and went off. Taysom Hill scores three touchdowns. Our defense finally came to life. Geno Smith, though, thank God he doesn't look for anything that's like, like over five to ten yards downfield. He is very, very conservative. That's what's kind of killing the Seahawks is like, Russell Wilson was able to fit into that niche, and then he was also like really good at throwing the deep ball, which, by the way, if the Broncos want to fucking study like an offense, what they should be running. Lots of crossing routes, lots of easy stuff to help build a quarterback's confidence and momentum. They're not doing that. The Seahawks are doing it right now, but they don't have a guy that is like able to, to make a presence on defense. Taysom Hill went fucking off. The Saints, if, as long as they keep using Taysom Hill like this, they're going to be one of the hardest teams to beat because we're going to get Mike Thomas back, okay? Don't you worry. And our defense, when they're on, is top five defenses in the league, without a doubt. Next score, Cameron. Okay. Jets. Jets and Dolphins. Mm. 40 to 17. People were a little shocked on this one. People like, you know, Chua 
after going down on uh, that Thursday night football game, after that rough, rough ending, they don't go with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. They go with some other fucking kid. I looked up his name, but I was like, ah, he had a really bad one. I think Teddy Bridgewater will be the starter next week. So, like, I'm just going to leave his name out of this for the sake of shitting on him. But uh, headlines for this game would read, Slice Dolphin Sandwich with a s- Extra Salami. I'll break it down here for you. Obviously, the fucking dolphins got sliced and diced like a New York deli sub, okay? And the head coach of the New York Jets is Robert Salah. So, salami. (laughs) 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 The Jets took advantage of a team that... uh, didn't have that good of a quarterback. Robert Salah, defensive coach. The defense went off for the Jets. Not much to talk about here. If you're not able to, if you're not able to get that Miami defense or that Miami offense going, they really should look at re-identifying themselves for a couple of weeks until they either go with Teddy Bridgewater, who I think will fit that niche better, or They need to go with an offense that's a little more competent towards somebody who's so new in the league. That that one backup quarterback, like I said, I I don't know his name, but I know he played at Kansas State. That was the the fact that I remembered. But you don't want to overwhelm a young quarterback with all these new toys around him. There needs to be a, a better game plan put in as far as how many times they run the ball. I think they should have ran the ball more. The Jets ran the ball a lot. Brees Hall went off. Next score. Okay, we have the Bucks and the Falcons. 21 to 15. Mm-hmm. I like your headline for this one. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> My headline for this one is Brady finally busts. So there's been a lot of controversy lately about whether or not, you know, Tom Brady and Giselle are getting a divorce. Mm. because of the alleged affair <laughs> that i made and up his excessive football playing that's what i'm thinking. that too that too that's what rumors like. said hey no you're fine you're fine um but brady finally gets the chance to have a sweet release he uh there's no way right that like they're going to admit that antonio brown really did like ruin their marriage but I think it's I think we need to seriously consider that Antonio Brown could have fucked Tom Brady's wife. And now Tom Brady is looking to win a, another Super Bowl without Antonio Brown to prove to Antonio Brown like, "Hey, you could have had another one with me, but you chose to fuck my wife." That's bad. That's bad. Uh I also had one other headline for this. Uh, he leaves the Dirty Birds blue bald. So he was then passing off the blue baldness that he had to Marcus Mariota, who Marcus Mariota is trying everything in his power to do what like Lamar Jackson does as far like on, on the ground wise. But they just don't like Mariota. He needs to rely a little bit more on Cordell Patterson, too. There's not a symbiotic feeling right now between what they're trying to do in the run game versus what they're trying to do in the pass game. I think Cordell Patterson needs to be a bigger part of the offense. You saw the 
uh, the 49ers and Jimmy G incorporate Debo Samuels a lot today, I think now is when you really start to see teams like find that true identity and that one person that they're going to give multiple, 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 like eight to 12 carries or touches a game to establish that that is one of our core playmakers. They relied way too much on Marcus Mariota today. Had you substitute some of those Marcus Mariota runs for getting Cordell Patterson incorporated, I think you see a different result. Next score. You got the Titans and Commanders. Mm. Oh, 21 to 17. Titans. The Commanders are horrible. Worst, One of the worst teams in the league. Uh, my headline for this would read, Commencing... Heineken Halloween in DC. So I call Heineken Halloween just like getting fucked up for Halloween, but their backup quarterback is Taylor Heineke. And he was the guy who came in at the end of last season and put the commanders in position and actually took them to a playoff game. Let's not forget that. I don't buy into the fact that Carson Wentz is the best option for that team. I've seen Tyler Taylor Heineke play, and I've seen Carson Wentz play this past couple of weeks. Carson Wentz looks lost. Carson Wentz looks confused. Carson Wentz looks really bad in a fucking marine maroon uniform with his red hair. He looks he looks just like rugged, like too red, red hair, red beard, maroon jersey with yellow on it too. It just, it's not a good fit for him. He looked way better in a Colts jersey with some white and baby blue or that white and navy blue. But uh, regardless, I didn't spend too much time watching this game because every time they would turn on, it was like Carson Wentz almost throws an interception. He almost threw an interception on the goal line where he threw up like a fucking duck towards the back end. I've never seen a worst throw in my life. And he kind of had his feet set. It was it was atrocious. The Titans, they should have beaten by a lot more, but they're also a, a semi-bad team trying to figure it out. They'll get better as we get later on into the season when Den Derrick Henry is like fucking rushing for like 150 to 190 yards a game. That's coming. Stay tuned. On to the next score. Okay, we got the Texans and the Jaguars, 13 to 6. Texans finally get a win. I bet against them in this one. I really thought the Jaguars were. I thought the Jaguars team was electric on offense. And they uh, they fucking fizzled. They fizzled out on me. My headline for this one would read Texans Pierce confident Jags. Texans running back Damian Pierce went off. He finally oh, like he's been having good games. But whenever you can insert a win into having a good game, then it's like a fucking great game. But Damian Pierce finally gets to get like that highlight reel statement win. If the Jags didn't turn the ball over as much, Trevor Lawrence had a bad interception in this game. They are at least in, a, you know, putting themselves in a better position later on in that game to at least get into a tie, send it in overtime. But I was very, very disappointed. I think this Texans team could start to get a little bit of Mills magic now here. Davis Mills didn't have a great game, but as long as he's keeping him in there, like I said, sometimes quarterbacks just need to shut the fuck up, hand the ball off, 
and don't throw any interceptions. Davis Mills did that today, and they all they did they did get a fucking win. Good for the Texans. On to the next score. Okay, we got the Niners and the Panthers. Oh Thirty-seven to fifty. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> so do you remember Buddy, the the baking show, like with uh, the oh, yeah yeah? What is it? What was the show's name? Uh, Cake Boss. Cake Boss. Mm-hmm. He's Cake Boss. Okay. So my headline for this one reads: Cake Boss Season Twenty Five Reboot. So I am sick and tired of the bakers that are in Cake Boss's Season Twenty Five, and that first baker that I'm most tired of is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. 25 years into this fucking cake boss scene, he is a baker that is just like stuck in his ways. He's a baker that forgets the ingredients. He's a baker that gets mad at the other bakers for taking too long of a smoke break when he's taking too long of a smoke break. Baker Mayfield is doing such a shitty job in Carolina right now. The 49ers took advantage of the horrible team. Jimmy Garoppolo, with every win that he keeps stacking underneath his belt, he is further cementing that he is like a quarterback that if he takes his team to a fucking Super Bowl this year, which I think the 49ers have enough juice on the defense and offensive side to get it done, the Rams are having a shitty season. The Cardinals are having a shitty season. So why can't the 49ers fucking steamroll into the fucking playoffs? Hopefully they meet up with my Saints. But if Jimmy Garoppolo consistently takes his teams to fucking the, the you know, right the fucking conference championships and the Super Bowl, you can't help but to think that this dude is an Hall of Fame type quarterback. I'll say it. I'll say it. He gets his team in position to win. I am I'm a huge fan of game managers. He probably learned it from the best, Bill Belichick. But the 49ers are for real. The Carolina Panthers. Oh, well, the one thing I was going to say about the fucking Panthers coach, Matt Rule. Matt Rule, unscrunch your fucking face. You look so lost. It's not hard. Get the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Stop making Baker Mayfield. Think too fucking hard. He's not that smart. And stop sending a fucking send. Like, he sends senseless type blitzes at times. And I know it might not be his call. But I feel like he's he's relying too much on his secondary to make these outstanding type plays where, you know, you're manned up. You just can't do it. Matt Rule, unscrunch your face. Stop. On to the next score. <laughs> okay, the Rams and the Cowboys. They ruined my parlay. Ruined it. Going to ruined whoa. It. I had a three leg with the 49ers, the uh Rams, and then the Eagles. <sighs> Just money line. And they were the only ones. I'm gonna start stop choosing them because it's two weeks in a row. I think I've chosen the Rams and they have <clears throat> they fucked me over. <laughs> 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 they uh headlines for this one would read uh Rams Super Bowl hangover the cure question mark whatever is keeping Jerry Jones alive 
Jerry Jones looks like a fucking, like an old ball sack. His white hairs look so wiry and his, his fake teeth, the way that they just protrude out of his mouth, like a fucking horse. He looks like a floating testicle. That's what one of my balls is going to look like at 80, but he's still old. He's still there. He's still kicking. The Cowboys are winning games. They play the Eagles next week to really solidify who the fuck is going to win that NFC East. That's a very, very tough division. Nobody would have ever thought that the Cowboys, the Eagles. I'm trying to think of the fucking third team. Cowboys, Eagles, the, the commanders suck. Uh, no, no, no. I'm trying to think. Oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking this? Cowboys, Eagles. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Giants. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. We talked about the Giants so early. I forgot. Uh, they have two losses combined between the three of them. Like, that's crazy. Like, I thought the AFC West would be seeing something like this. We won't. I mean, I'm reporting on this before the, the Monday night football game between the Chiefs and the Raiders. The winner of that game kind of is starting to solidify, like, to, to separate themselves a bit in that shitty, shitty division. But you're going to see a fucking masterclass performance between the Cowboys and the Eagles this upcoming week. The Cowboys defense is so for real. Micah Parsons, as long as he doesn't practice too much this week, he rests up his growing. No more fucking the hose, right? He was holding his growing like after one of these play Growing, yeah. Growing. Are you saying that? Growing, growing, <laughs> growing, growing, growing. He was holding it's a, it's his fucking dick. All right. He yeah. was holding his dick area. Um, that's better. He was holding his dick area for a, a, a portion of the third quarter there. And he proceeded to then make big play after big play or at least set up his other defense lineman to get some sacks. He was back there all night. The Cowboys are for real. Next score. Okay, we got the Eagles and the Cardinals. Eagles and the Cardinals. 20 to 17. Close game. Close game. Oh, yeah, it comes down to, uh, you know, the headline reading that the Eagles players contract the bird flu, right? And it hurts so good, baby. Jalen Hurts is, he's such a winner. I, I, I told this to Danny when Danny Miner was in here. I was like, dude. Jalen Hurts was the type of player that after a win, he was going in, he was working out after wins, like hard workouts, right? Type of shit you see like LeBron do, right? Kobe Bryant do. He also got replaced, but he was a two-time SEC first-team all-conference offensive player of the year, actually, for two years in the SEC. Gets replaced by Tua, huge chip on his shoulder, Fucking loses out on the Heisman. A, Jalen Hurts has always been a man on a mission. A Super Bowl ring for him would cement that legacy. I'm a huge fan, although I do think that they fall to the Cowboys this upcoming week because I think that all good teams have to get experience a loss, 
right? You see that Patriots team go undefeated all the way till they play the Giants in the Super Bowl, and then they lose. I think there's something to be said about a team that has experienced a loss. It's just that team's a little more hungry. I think the Eagles, a loss might do you good because then it can expose some of your flaws, and you'll see what those flaws are when those Cowboys kick your fucking ass this upcoming week. I'm a huge, huge, huge Cooper, Cooper Rush fan. I don't think Dak Prescott needs to rush back whatsoever. This kid's hot right now. He has never lost a start for the Cowboys over a couple of seasons now. And hey, you know what? I'm not ashamed to say that it's kind of fun when the Cowboys are good. America's team is kind of back. All right? Uh, in that last game, I know we were talking about a camera win some money on the Baltimore Ravens and Bengals. Uh, Lamarvelous ran into a little bit of kryptonite tonight and that is a a great defensive uh game plan as far as the way that they rush him there's still not that many options for lamar to go to he missed a lot of fucking big time throws downfield but it's because he was putting himself in awkward position because they were sending some really clever stunts and blitzes the Bengals are a great 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 team and nobody should take them lightly I just think Ravens are a Super Bowl team, and you should look into fucking putting them in and betting them at plus 1,800. I cannot believe we went through every single game. Cameron, thank you so much for engineering. Not only thank you for engineering, but you helped me with the notes the notes for the show, which is a huge help. And I told you, and I'm going to tell you this on air so it further solidifies this. Us coming in at 8 o'clock at night on Sundays like this is going to pay our bills one day this is going to make us an immense amount of money you just sit back and watch I know love you I love you too baby okay pop up my logo hit the intro music and I'll be over there to show you how to close it out gridiron junkies follow me Mr. George Carmona on all socials gridiron junkies across all platforms subscribe on youtube comment please let's keep growing this page up to ten thousand subs i need watch hours so i get monetized i really 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 please 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 watch hours please watch hours please 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 so once cameron puts the logo up she's gonna play the music and then we're out of here but thank you so much for supporting gridiron junkies thank you thank you